Hey everybody, it's episode 360, it's October 20th, they, we got a letter from Grandma, we got a Bible story that you're all going to know, and uh, we're ready for action. I'm feeling better than I did yesterday, and I hope you are too, so here we go, let's do this! Hello! Hello! Things were whirling around, I was like, is it going to start? Is it going to start? And now it started! Yes, welcome to Tuesday. <coughs> I don't know how you're doing. I'm feeling a little better today. Belinda's at the beach. Mm. As you may uh, have guessed, she's not here. Um, she loves it. She loves us, like Jesus loves us. But she can't be here today. Who is here today? Well, I'm not seeing too many people. Oh, Flavia, there you are. Hello. Um, yes, things are happening now. I can see. Scott, hello, welcome aboard. Keys, <laughs> passionate, front row, Joe, Trump, something or other. Oh, that looks good. Um, I wonder what that is. What if I touch, if I, I, oh. Yes, Darren, welcome aboard. Keith, Florida, greetings. David, nice to see you. Rachel, can't wait to hear from Grandma. Well, I've got a good one. I've read it already. And I like it. Rich, welcome aboard. Scott, pants on. Don't be a Zoom attorney. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what that's in reference to. But yeah, I think there's plenty of people out there not wearing pants. Anyone see the video of the first graders on a Zoom classroom where the teacher got dropped and it kept recording? Uh, that was us yesterday. I don't want to say who was misbehaving after you dropped, Jake. But it was Jen and Darren. Well, you know, people will misbehave. That That type of stuff happens. Um, I am feeling better today. Hello, Rich. <laughs> Happy Friday. I like your spirit. We're not ready to go with uh, four Fridays. Uh, we're only going to have two, two Fridays at our maximum. So um, Rita Hahn says, hey, working on Penn & Teller show now. Uh, miss watching you. Well, Rita, congratulations to you. Uh, I know Penn a little bit because I was in the movie The Aristocrats. Um, he's awesome. And uh, well, I know Teller a little bit because I went to their show and talked to them a little bit backstage. But uh, that's great. I'm glad you have a job. I'm glad you have a job. I have a job. <laughs> I just can't go there right now. Uh, that sounds like it's almost a joke, but it's not a joke. That's what's really happening. I have a job, and I just can't go there right now. Um, so <clears throat> that's what we got. The fun meter. I feel pretty good on the fun meter. Jen's not here today yet, but uh, she did tell me to nut up yesterday. Uh, I did like that. That's that, <coughs> that's that tough love that we've heard so much about. They're pretty good at it down there in Texas. Mm. Yeah, Rachel, thank you. She's saying she liked my response in The Aristocrats. I just didn't want to tell a super dirty, terrible um, joke, so I just wanted to go meta on it. Uh, which is what I did, but I did like the end end result of the movie. I thought it was I thought it was great. Oh man, we've got a lot of uh, we've got. A, I thought there was not that many C's the day twos left, but uh, it turns out now that I'm going through it systematically and making sure uh, we've got a lot of C's the days left today. And I've got uh, the children's Bible and the letter from Grandma. Oh, Jen, you're here. Thank you. I was just talking about your advice from yesterday. <laughs> Nut up. Nut up. That's some solid, that's some solid tough talk, Jen. I bet you're a great mom. 
Um, all right. Let's do a question from the question box first. Belinda's at the beach, BTW. She's got a friend who lives uh, over in the hot part of town. And by hot, I just mean it's warmer. We're by the beach, so it's a little bit cooler. <coughs> so we're a friend from the hot part of town, who's one of my Jazz Fest friends. Drink up, everybody. Um, it can't, comes over on Tuesdays, and they go to the beach, so she misses. But it's a Bible story and letter from Grandma. So, I mean, I think Belinda will be here tomorrow. Uh, but we'll see. Would you stop eating all junk food to live five years longer? Oh, my God. I'm not... First of all, I don't believe that I'm going to get to five years longer. Second of all, what do you mean by junk food? I don't eat a lot of junk food, but I have some ice cream, and I eat some tortilla chips from time to time. But if that's if that's junk food, if I just got to eat health food, if I just got to eat like raw vegetables and some terrible um, vegan cheese all the time, then uh, no thank you. You can have those five years. That's where I'm at. Mr. Benicto, is that a good choice? Mr. Benicto. Oh. The signs say no. Oh, the signs say no. Mr. Predicto wants us to give up our junk food. Well, Mr. Predicto, you're in the penalty box till tomorrow. Um, there's not going to be there's not going to be anything else happening. Um, <laughs> Darren says, "Oh, Jen's here." I, Jen, did you and Darren get into it yesterday? What happened? Um, C- CNN legal analyst Jeffrey uh, Tubin tried to multi- multitask a while on standby Zoom. It didn't go well. Well, I have to check that out. Um, Chicken noodle soup, Laura. Delicious. It's cool there in Atlanta. I'm happy to hear that. (laughs) Jen says she's a great mom. When someone is hurt, her instructions are rub some dirt on it. Yeah, I think that's a good... That's solid. That's some solid uh, advice. I never knew knew why the dirt would be helpful, but uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, Can you choose which five years? It's the last five years, David. Um, Those are the ones that you're giving up, and they're not the great years as long as you know. Um, come to I- Iowa Snow or Wisconsin 30. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Get back outside. I know when I was a kid we were told to go outside all the time. It was basically come home, change clothes. I don't know if kids still have clothes that they ter- change into before they go out and play. I mean, my daughter, I mean, she would play. It was just clothes. She wouldn't have to switch clothes. So, um... The Bible story today, you know, I decided after last week, I think it was Cain and Abel, that I was just going to kind of go in order a little bit in the Old Testament. And man, there's some real corkers, as they say in the Old Testament. Um, you know, and uh, today's is uh, is no exception to the corkers. This is, a, this is a familiar to all of us Bible story. Um, well, I shouldn't say all, but I think most of them. Um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, you're right about that pick. That's how, that's how I'm trying to t- feel about the Varinus. I called my 80-year-old mother to ask a question. She told me to Google it. Thanks, Mom. Keys. Yeah, I love your mom. I love your mom. If I told my mom to Google it, my mom can't Google it. My mom's 80, 81. She can't Google it. She's got an iPad. She's got an iPhone. It's just not going to happen. Jen says, in the old days before they had bandages, they used dirt to stop bleeding. Mm, I didn't actually make them rub dirt on it. It's another version of nut up. Yeah, rub some dirt on it. I remember I remember the rub some dirt on it, but uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Yeah, Darren, I'm I'm glad that you love Jen. I, I think she's great, too, and I'm glad that you two are giving each other a hard time, I think. Um, all right. So, Laura, no, it's not when God has someone eaten by a bear for making fun of someone's bald head. Um, <laughs> I, I, I look forward to stumbling across that one here in the children's Bible. This one is... Uh, well, I won't even tell you the name of the story. I'll just tell you... As the years passed, the descendants of Adam, as you remember Adam and Eve, the first two people, and then their boys, Cain and Abel, and Cain kills Abel, um, grew in numbers and spread to the four corners of the earth. Uh, uh, so, so, the, so the descendants of Adam grew in numbers and spread to the four corners of the earth, but as they grew in numbers, so they grew in wickedness. And God, seeing violence and corruption everywhere, decided to destroy all the people and animals that he had created. <laughs> Fair enough. God is ready to just flip the card table and start over. There was, however, one man whom the Lord, who Lord loved, a good man who led an honest and hard-working life. His name was, drumroll, Noah. That's right. And uh, God chose to save him, and also to save Noah's wife, because um, he does like Noah. And if you kill you, you kill a guy's wife. That's not a that's not a good friend that does a thing like that. Um, and uh, and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, 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 Japheth. That's a name that makes you sound like you have a speech impediment. Uh, and their wives. So it's the three boys, Shem, Ham, and Japheth and their wives are all being saved, along with Noah and his wife. And uh, as you know, we all know this story, right? Um, the world has grown wicked, God told Noah. <laughs> what, I, I don't know what Noah even says. They don't say. And I intend to destroy every living thing that I have made. But you, Noah, and uh, your family shall be saved. Um, <laughs> at this point, I, it's a little surprising that Noah doesn't kind of stick up for the rest of the world to go, hey, God, maybe you're just having a... Why don't you sleep on it? Uh, I, I get it. Hey, look, first of all, thank you. First of all, thank you. Me and my wife and my three boys, Shem, Ham, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, and uh, their wives, on behalf of all of us, thank you. But, uh, but uh, you know, maybe there's probably 10, 12 other decent people. I mean, it's the Earth is a big place, and we haven't even... The population of the Earth at this point... He says they're at the four corners of the earth, but how many people are we talking about? They're spread. How wicked can you be when it's just you and uh, a couple other dudes on a camp out at one of the at the fourth corner of the earth? Anyway, he doesn't. Uh, you don't interrupt God when he's on a roll. <laughs> God's going to kill everybody. He's going to spare Noah, his sons, and his and all their wives. He says, "I shall cause a flood to rise over the land, and you must build an ark out of cypress wood that will float on the waters." Okay, I get it. An ark that will float. Don't build one of those arks uh, that doesn't float. Uh, that's that's not the kind of ark you're going to need in this situation. It must be roofed with reeds and coated inside and out with tar. That's going to be real nice for you and your family and all the animals. It must measure 300 cubits long. They used to measure things in cubits, right? 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. It shall have three stories with a door and a window in the side. Like, God is not even a a being 
you know, he's a spirit or a Holy Ghost or something, but he's got a pretty good idea about some carpentry advice on this ark, or boat building, ship building. What do they call the guys that build the ships? Um, in it, you must make room for yourself, your family, and two, one male and one female, spells that out, two of every kind of creature on earth. One male, one female. Not, don't let two males get in there. That would be ridiculous, or two females. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to get down on the LGBTQ community, but we've got to get uh, one male and one female. Every kind of creature, um, every kind of beast, reptile, and bird. Although birds, let's face it, sometimes they're going to be flying around, so you don't need so much room for the birds. And you must fill it with enough food for them and yourselves, for it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, and that's, uh, that's not a rough number, that's exactly, exactly 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, I'm not going to tell you if you're going to need extra food for after the rain subsides before you sight land, but just plan on 40 days and 40 nights, all right? And uh, life on Earth will be extinct, except for everybody, all you and all the animals that are in the ark. Okay, and of course, they don't mention the fish or mammals that live in the sea, uh, but uh, this is Bible time, so maybe there weren't any... There were fish. I think there were fish. Um, Noah did exactly as God had told him. The fish are not evil. Oh, those fish are not asking for it. <laughs> I'm going to let the fish get, have a little breathing room. Um, so Noah did exactly as God had told him. He and his sons built the ark, making it watertight and stocking it with plenty of food of every variety for man and beast. Of course, some of these animals are going to be looking uh, at some of the other animals as if they're dinner, but... Uh, I don't know how they put a, put the stop on that. When everything was ready, uh, they led all the animals into the ark, and then then they went themselves went inside, and God shut the shut fast the door. Oh, God shut the door for them. The skies darkened, and it began to rain. So there you go, uh, and that's uh, that's the that's the story of Noah, Noah's ark. Now there is then the story of the flood, but I think I think that's a story maybe for. Uh, next week, because I think Belinda's going to want to be here for the flood, but if you'd like to see a picture of the ark, this is the ark and uh, there's more than one window uh, in this top part of the ark, and that ark, that ark seems it, I'm not sure if that's proportional, uh, an artist rendering, or an actual uh, based on an actual photo of the um, <coughs> of the ark from history, but there you go, that Noah, he's, he's tricky um, yeah, the Jesus was a carpenter, yes. Um, uh, uh, Scott still thinks of Bill Cosby when he hears Noah. Yeah, Bill Cosby used to have a no, great Noah bit. Um, so, uh, the fish for pi were pious, so they get a free pass, I see. Yeah, the fish have all the water, yeah. Duct tape, Darren says, great idea. I'm not sure what a cubit is, Carol, Carol, but I've had that explained to me a number of times, and I know that is uh, some advice that uh, Keyes' mom would tell you. Uh, Google it. There are probably a few million seeds, right? Picky, picky. Uh, should have covered the deck with four feet of dirt. Could have had a bumper crop with all that fertilizer. Yeah, I know. Well, this, it's a little, a little confusing. Rog Rogan's nephew poked a bunch of holes in that story. I, I don't even know what that means, Don, but uh, I, I like it. Um, <clears throat> what happened to the unicorn? I'm not sure what happened to the unicorn, Tom. That's my friend Tom Sawyer. He's got all caps. 
what happened to the unicorn. And I'm not sure what happened to the unicorn, but accidents happen on a boat. Let me tell you, if you think boats are safe, especially in the middle of a storm, and we're talking about a 40-day and 40-night storm. not It doesn't ever let up just once in the evening. I think the rain stopped. Let's go out on deck and get some fresh air. No, it's raining solid for 40 days and 40 nights. The sea's rising. Of course, there's probably wind with the rain, so there's going to be waves. I think the unicorn might have slipped off the boat, and maybe just the male unicorn or the female unicorn slipped off the boat, and that's it. Goodbye, unicorns. Um, so that's my... Uh, that's that's my explanation, but uh, I'm not sure of that. <clears throat> and uh, Tom, welcome aboard. It's good to see you today, my friend. Uh, I've got uh, I've got the letter from Grandma. This is a letter from 1984, October of 1984, October 25th. So uh, what about that? That's uh, yeah. That's what is that? Twenty thirty uh, six years ago. Holy crap. And I've got some 36-year-old uh, newspaper clippings, but I'm going to save these uh, for tomorrow when Belinda's here because they're they're generally terrible. And uh, maybe I'll just... Oh, there's also some coupons that I wasn't able to use. 25 cents off any size bag of kitty litter. I had a cat at the time. 15 cents off Welch's grape jelly or jam. Yeah, there's some real treasures in this letter from Grandma. So I'm going to save those. We can go through some of those values tomorrow with Belinda. I will give you one of this paragraphic quote uh, there are thousands of hidden taxes these days but also uh, no place where the taxpayer can hide thousands of hidden taxes but no place where the taxpayer can hide my grandmother cut that out and sent it to me in a letter in 1984 when I was 24 years old <laughs> as if I had and the only the vaguest understanding of taxes and being a taxpayer. I was doing it. I, don't get me wrong. I was doing it. But I wasn't earning a lot of money. All right. So this uh, <clears throat> starts out hot, hot off the uh, desk of my grandma. Uh, October 18th, 1984. She always puts the date on here. And then if she adds anything in later, she puts a little more date. Um, she puts a little more dates. Have people a lot of questions about unicorns? Yes, Darren, unicorns, because if all the animals were on there, two of all the animals, and we don't have any unicorns now, then something must have happened. The unicorns missed the memo. They didn't get on the ark at the proper time. Um, my favorite is the unicorn Pegasus. And, of course, uh, the unicorn Pegasus wouldn't need to be on the boat because they could fly around, but that would get them tired, and it'd be hard to perch on top of the ark <coughs> if you're a uh, unicorn Pegasus. Anyway, uh October 18th, 1984. Thank you for your bir- for the birthday card. I sent her a birthday card. How about that? Um, last week we read a letter where I had wished her happy birthday on Letterman, but this year um, I sent her a birthday card. This is a few years prior. That would have been from 87, and this is from 84. Um, I'm glad your comedy work is going well, but I do wish you would go to school and finish in some field. All we hear about seems like computers. What do you think about that? 1984. That's my grandma predicting Silicon Valley from Lincoln, Iowa, population 200. All we hear about seems like computers. Well, I missed the boat on that. I wasn't paying attention to grandma. I was becoming a comedian. Our minister's wife is uh, taking an English class. They're a very young couple. Maybe she taught English before marriage. They were married uh, when he was in seminary. 
both play the piano and sing, and he plays the guitar as well. She didn't say as well, but he plays the guitar. So they both play the piano, and he plays the guitar as well. I'm glad you found a girl you like. So that was back in the day. Um, you are in nightclubs so much. I suppose the alcohol is too, which is a bad habit. So grandma's up on computers, down on alcohol. Uh, Raymond Connell, that's my uncle, uh, my dad's brother-in-law, said uh, Gary was at, that's his son, Gary is Raymond's son, was at the oil company in San Francisco, he used to work for Exxon, and then was going back to Africa and finish the records. Then maybe he would be back in the home office in San Francisco. Now, I didn't, um, (coughs) I never really saw Gary in San Francisco, or maybe I saw him one time. I understand Ray, uh, that's the father, they had uh, bought a house. So Gary's one of my cousins, but he's the same age almost as my father because his sister is much older than him, my dad. Uh, And their daughter was going to school in San Francisco. Raymond's daughter, that's my cousin Rita, and she was about six years old, eight, maybe, I don't know, eight, ten years older than me. And she did help me quite a bit when I first got into San Francisco. We saw Lorraine, that's Raymond's wife, at uh, Villa del Sol, where we went to see the Johansons. So my other grandparents are in a, uh, uh, well, we used to call them nursing homes. It is a, it was a nursing home, and it was called Villa del Sol in uh, Gladbrook, Iowa. Uh, Villa, so they, Villa del Sol, that's Spanish. There would have been roughly 11 Latino people in Iowa at that time. <laughs> but uh, that my grandparents moved into the Villa del Sol, classy. I, I wouldn't say it's the only nursing home in Cladbrook, Iowa, but um, it's one of the... It's not a big town. Two, population 2,000. So Grandma and Grandpa Jay celebrate his birthday and their 70th wedding anniversary, October 28th. So they got married on my grandfather's birthday, so that way he would never forget their anniversary. 70th wedding anniversary. Go F yourself if you think you can get to 70th, their 70th wedding anniversary. Um, and this is in 1984. So they went a few more years. After, I think they went a couple years after that. 70 years! That's how long they were married. <laughs> went to uh, Marguerite Billabrex for Ladies' Aid October 10th. Um, uh, Loreen, that's Raymond's wife, hasn't felt good for a long time and was in bed that day and then in the hospital Sunday and Monday, October 14th. Charlotte dug a few carrots Tuesday and Wednesday and she mowed the lawn. It rained today and has quite a few days in October. Pauline and Jake's, that's my mom and dad, anniversary was very nice. The Connells left about 8 p.m. and drove all the way home to Iowa. <laughs> so, so that's my uncle's, my Ray and, Ray and Lorene. They drive to go to my parents' anniversary, go to the party, and then drive all the way back. It would have been a like a you know five-hour drive each way. Uh, it rained today and has quite a few days in October. Okay, so they went to the they drove home. Marjorie and uh, Brian's family. And that's my cousin Brian and my aunt Marjorie um, from Missouri came with uh, her Saturday and stayed until Monday after Pauline and Jake went to Chitek. That was a little lake town that my parents had a little cottage cabin in. 
Um, is Rita working and living in the same apartment? Um, she doesn't live with me, but she lives a block away at this time. Um, received a pretty birthday card from Sue and your mom and dad and Charlotte. How is your kitty? The stray kitty Charlotte feeds is well, but winter is hard on the animals outdoors. <laughs> so they're always taking care of these cats, but they will not let them come in the house. Uh, stay well, and good luck on your comedies. I love you, and Sue. Love, Grandma. And then that's the end, but then that was October 18th. And then October 19th, she wakes up, she's got a little more to say. October 19th. Went to Marshalltown and saw Grandma and Grandpa Jay. They are well, and the nurses are trying to help Grandma walk each day. Nurses are so busy. Uh, Marjorie came to see them, too. They were selling crafts, but neither Marjorie or Charlotte and I stayed for the chili and pie supper to earn money for the activities program. Love, Grandma. So they didn't stay for the fundraiser chili dinner to raise money for Grandma and Grandpa to be able to have some activities. Uh, sunshine today, October 20th. That's a little note. Just That's all she says on October 20th. October 25th. Seems like you have work at Christmas. Maybe you can't go home. Pauline, that's my mom. Pauline said, and this is in quotes, your friend had to work. <laughs> Open house for the Johansons at Villa del Sol, Saturday, 2 to 4. Um, in Gladbrook. So that's all from Grandma. Then Charlotte's got a little. Charlotte's got a little to say in this letter. Why the hell not? Um, oh wow! What's happening in the comments? <laughs> Grandma is pretty smart. Smart cookies, Cindy. Uh, you got that right. <laughs> uh, Oh, boy, I'm just reading the comments here. My parents would have been 62 years had my mom not had that unfortunate shark accident. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Jen. But Scott says, the nudist resort my band sometimes played back in the day is called Laguna del Sol. Hmm, how about that? It's on Rawhide Lane. <laughs> it used to call Rawhide Ranch. Spanish is classier. Um, I can't remember. I can't believe no one remembered your mom's shark attacks. Either, Jen. I don't know if that's a, an anniversary that you... I don't know how you commemorate that anniversary. Um, so, this is Charlotte's little note. Shall we? Yeah, why not? Thank you for the birthday card. Um, uh, I'm glad your comedy work is going well, but I do wish you would go to school and finish in some field. All we hear about seems is computers. Wait, is this the same? God dang it. That's not Charlotte's note. This is Charlotte's note. <laughs> Grandma wrote a letter to you, so I thought I'd put in a note also. Don't know what she said. Thank you for sending a birthday card to Grandma. She appreciated it, and it came on the day, October 9th. Glad you have a girlfriend you think a lot of. Ending the sentence in a preposition. <laughs> Puts in parentheses. Uh, your parents have a nice home and lots of room for her to visit with you there. Time and jobs are also facts, factors, though to be considered. Glad you enjoy each other's company. It's nice to love and be loved. Denny Kroger bought, brought a girlfriend home to visit a week or so ago on the weekend. He doesn't come home often because he is busy working in Des Moines. 
I had a big garden last summer and we ate fresh tomatoes from the garden from August 11th until a week ago, this is in October, when the plants froze. Now we're eating canned tomatoes. My cat is getting big and getting a heavy coat. He lives outside. Your parents are planning to come to uh, the Johansson 70th wedding anniversary Saturday. They will no doubt stay at Lyle's. How's your work coming along? We keep looking for jokes, thinking you maybe want them. <laughs> Charlotte she wants me to. They both want me to go back to college, and they're also out there looking for jokes um, in case I want them. Uh, and and they they want me to come home. I can't believe I didn't I didn't go home to celebrate my grandparents' 70th wedding anniversary. But then again, I was 24 years old. And that is a lesson that I keep trying to explain to my wife when she says, we should move to New Zealand. I keep telling her, our daughter in eight years is going to be 24. And in eight years, we're going to be pushing, I'm going to be pushing 70. And uh, I'm not going to be loving traveling across country. I didn't go home for my grandparents' 70th wedding anniversary. So how can I really expect or think that my daughter is going to want to come to my 70th birthday party. But that's it. Um, <laughs> uh, Ed says, I love how your family often refers to your work as, yeah, skits or comedies. I think in this one she referred to it as comedies. Um, <laughs> Bob, should we send you jokes too? Please don't. Um, but uh, if you must, my email address is jake at jakethis.com or uh, I, I'm not, I, Facebook Messenger is not my thing. I'm not, really, I'm not really getting it. David is saying go to school and get that consultant job. Yes, well, I dropped the ball there, didn't I? Um, uh, so anyway, people have been giving you jokes of your entire life. I imagine that gets old. Yes, Rachel, well, of course. Um, people like, when they find out you're a comedian, they want to tell you a joke, or they want to tell you that people think that they're funny, or they want to be a comedian. And I always tell people who want to be comedians, you know, you've got to try it. You should try it. I'm not discouraging anybody. I don't think what I'm doing is some kind of, I'm, I'm not some magic genius. I'm just a guy who wanted to become a comedian, and so I tried, and it all worked out for me. And so if you're a person, a guy or a lady, or a, whatever your gender or profile is, um, and you want to become a comedian, I say go for it. You find out if you like it. Maybe you'll be good, maybe you won't, but that's it. Um, you can travel. Adult diapers have come a long way. Yes, Darren, I know I could travel from New Zealand, but I can tell you from experience as a man who traveled back and forth New Zealand to New Zealand quite a bit in my 50s that uh, it's not fun. I, I don't really enjoy the uh, the 12-hour plane ride, not to mention the trip to the airport and then the time while you're in the airport waiting to go to New Zealand, I, I, I mean, I, t I shouldn't say I don't enjoy it. I kind of, I kind of enjoy it, but it's a lot, and I don't think that's going to be what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm no contract specialist, Jen. <laughs> Hats off to all the contract specialists in the audience, baby. Um, the thing stand-up comics love the most is if you give them feedback at the end of the show. Yes, quite right, Ed. Quite right. Comedians do love the feedback. Another thing that happens quite a bit uh, that we may have talked about in the show here is that people come up after the show after they've kind of 
heckling is a strong word, but uh, they, they've been outspoken in the audience a lot during the show, and you keep trying to shut them up, and then at the end, they want to come up and tell you they really enjoyed it, and they were just helping. And uh, I had one time some women said, uh, they told us to be quiet, but I thought we were doing great. We were helping the show. And I tried to say to her, look, since you're asking, I, I like you guys and you were fun, but uh, I have a whole act. I could do it without you. And uh, it, it was a bit of a distraction most of the time. And then she tried to argue that I was wrong, that they were helping. <laughs> and I said, look, you asked me. <laughs> Um, yesterday, I oh, Jen, you're really trying to catch me in some contradictions. Yesterday, you said you love traveling in airports and getting your snacks. I do love airports and traveling and getting my snacks. When I'm flying to, for example, Dallas, Texas, where it's a three-hour plane ride, or Boston, Massachusetts, where it's even a six-hour plane ride, but that... 12-hour plane ride to New Zealand, then when you have to then get to New Zealand and you've been on the plane all night, but it's a weird time of day and you've tried to sleep and watch movies, it just dis disorients and discombobulates you. So, yeah, there is a part of it that I really like. There's a kind of athletic ordeal challenge to it. But uh, I guess what I mean when I say I'm not up for that is that when I'm 70 years old, I, I just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Although, what do I know? I think... I, th I think, I think, in my head, with my brain, I think, that uh, when I'm 70 years old, I still am going to want to be doing jujitsu. But uh, <laughs> then again, I may not, because I do see how it does take, take its toll on your body, and, and I know what it's like when I wake up the day after training at, at not this exact age, but this roughly this age. So anyway... Um, Laura says, I have a loud laugh and always word I'm distracting by laughing. Well, no, that's... <laughs> Jen, nut up. Yes, let's all nut up. All right, happy Tuesday, everybody. Nut up and get ready for Wednesday, because it's hump day. And if you want to have a good hump, somebody's got to nut up. Not necessarily. That's not even true, is it? No, ladies. Um, all right. Um, it's time for Seize the Day. I hope that uh, Belinda will be back here tomorrow. Um, and I believe that that's true. I believe she will be back tomorrow. And then I still haven't worked out exactly next week what shows I'm going to have to miss because I'm going to be working. But I'll let you know. Everybody have a great Tuesday night. Nut up. And uh, today's Seize the Day, thank you, Rachel, is from the Dalai Lama. Heard of him? The purpose of our lives, this is from the Dalai Lama, the purpose of our lives, this is from the Dalai Lama, I'm just trying to build some suspense here, the purpose of our lives is to be happy. The Dalai Lama said that. I didn't say that. That's not something that some, I, well, I did just say it, but that's not something that some guy in a bar thinks, or your Sunday school teacher, or your kindergarten teacher thinks. That's the Dolly fucking Lama. Belinda's not here, so I feel like I had to do that. Um, that's the Dalai Lama. The purpose of our lives is to be happy. So, if you're not doing it, you're undoing it. Go out there and be happy and make someone else happy. And let's not be afraid. And don't forget to vote. And no matter what happens, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. See you all tomorrow. It's hump day. 
Yeah, it is hump day tomorrow. So I hope you enjoyed the show, and I will see you all tomorrow. And uh, I encourage you to hang in there. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to do that later.